Hey, real quick, I just wanted to let you know that Gabba Gabba Hunt is now a record store. Well, not really a store, but a booth at an antique store located in Eastridge Mall in Gastonia, North Carolina. Vintage Village is three stores down from Dillard's on the left. And my booth is on the left side of Vintage Village. It's the one with all the records. You can't miss it. I've got over a thousand records, toys, t-shirts, DVDs, VHS, all kinds of stuff there. So come check it out. Gabba Gabba Hunt Records and Vintage Goods located in Vintage Village at Eastridge Mall, Gastonia, North Carolina. You are now listening to the Gabba Gabba Hunt Talks Podcast, where we bring you conversations with people connected to the Carolina's underground music scene. Your host, Mike Phillips of Van Huskins. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. Yeah, I think that's as good as that's going to be. You doing all right? Yeah, yeah. How's that? It looks like you were at Tommy's a couple days ago. Yeah, yeah. I went over there for um, see a band called Motel Glory. They're from Rock Hill, mm-hmm. friends of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a really good band. They played a lot of new stuff, which is, I bought like three of their records that day because I don't have any of them. <laughs> Yeah, and they played a few songs off those records, but they played a lot of new stuff. So I'm looking forward to the next record they put out. Yeah, Corey was. Uh, uh, I think he, I think he might have talked to you, and maybe you sent him some record thing, like Frankenstein or something, like that. or maybe that was somebody else. I don't know. Corey talks to a lot of people. Corey yeah. talks to more people than I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how you been doing, man? No, not too bad, man. Just, I got a toddler, a bartender, and uh, play music and and drink beer and. Do some D and D. Yeah. <laughs> so the short and narrow of it. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm, uh, I'm here. I, 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 like I said, this is the first time I've used FaceTime, so it seems to be working mm-hmm. out. Um, there's always yeah. a possibility that one of my cats will make an appearance in the podcast. Um, they're kind of roaming around, and, and normally when I start talking, they'll they'll come towards me. But right now, yeah. they, they seem preoccupied with something else. Well, because they're curious. They want to see who you're talking to. Yeah, yeah. They're they thinking I'm talking, talking to them, I think. The, the main offender yeah. of that, though, is locked up in the bathroom. So I think we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So whenever, I'm ready to start whenever whenever you are, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, yeah. this one, we can talk about pretty much anything. We've sort of talked about your story already on, on the podcast before because you've been sure. on before. Um, mostly we'll talk about the new song, um, what you guys are doing, what you have coming up. Um, but any, anything you want to talk about, like if there's anything going on or if he, I hope, hopefully we'll come up with a couple of tangents, but keep, keep this yeah. around 30, 30, 45 minutes and, and yeah, no, yeah that's, that should be fine. Cause that's about, you know, the, the baby's taking a bath with the lady right now. So, yep. so hope by the time we're done, they're done. So we got a few minutes yeah, to do this. For, so for sure. For cool. sure. Um, anyway, so I'm talking to, um, Patrick, and right now I'm blanking on your last name. <laughs> North. North. That's, that's that's what was in the back of my head, but I, I was like, if I say it and it's wrong, it's going to be bad. Uh, from Longshot Odds, and as I, as I just said a minute ago, if I leave that in, he's been on the podcast before. So if you've not heard that episode, go back and listen to it to hear the whole story about his uh, history in music and just the band in general. It's a, it's always evolving. I don't know. You know, uh, that was, I kind of think, a longer one. I think we talked for a couple hours and I think yeah. we edited it down. I think you edited it down, but I think we, we sent that was late 2020. We were recording that. Yeah. That was so it, while. everyone had, so we always had nothing to do with sit at home. Yep. That was pretty talk, much talk during, during, during yeah. COVID at that time. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It was a good, it was good times. Good yeah. times. Yeah. But uh, things have moved along for us and we're continuously just trying to put out new stuff. Uh, 
I think we're a couple days now. I, who knows whenever this, whenever you get this together. But our, our, we just put out that single "Easy." Uh, we put out a, a single called "Go for Broke" a couple months ago. Yeah. I think that's the kind of the way of uh, things these days is just releasing a few singles every now and then. But once you have a few of them and you have some other tracks, put together an album because. It, I, I see more juice from that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, plus when you drop the album, you know, there's always yeah. going to be like one or two songs you use to kind of push that album, but the rest of the album, yeah. the rest of it just kind of, it gets lumped in with that. They don't, they don't all get their chance to shine. Yeah, so hopefully we're doing it this way. Maybe we could get give them their chance to shine. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. It'd be nice if you could afford to put them all on seven inches. <laughs> so every single came yeah. out on record. But, you know, one way I thought about doing this with, with the previous band, or well, with Van Huskins, which I said previous band, may not be a band anymore. But uh, mm-hmm. we were yeah. talking about releasing, you know, singles here and there. And, and and if we couldn't do seven inches for them, you know, after a while, maybe put them all on, on a record to have a physical. Well, I, you know, we have been investigating some, some vinyl stuff lately. And mathematically, realistically, if like people will actually like go online and stream these songs, we can't afford it. The pay is not, they're not that crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Where, so if you know, you get a couple thousand people listening to songs, if you, if you're, I don't know what else I would put, you know, a couple hundred, like a couple hundred dollars isn't going to do anything. So why not just put a choice print out vinyl and giving people what they want? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it makes sense. Like vinyl. And there's a lot of ways you can do it now without having that totally come out of your pocket right up front mm-hmm. like you know pre do pre-sales crowdfunding things like that um you know I, i've never i've never been great with any of that yeah stuff, me and, me and eric, i'd rather just but I mean, that's what me and eric were talking about like we don't really want to crowdfund anything we'd rather just do it and then like make our money yeah. back somehow like yeah. f- figure it out on our own first <laughs> yeah we usually just whatever money we have from playing shows we just like haven't a, a, a pile hidden somewhere mm-hmm um, nobody's come out looking for me. Um, <laughs> and then when we need stuff, there's a box of money that we have that we can pay for stuff for us. It's, it's like, I do see bands after shows, like whatever money they get, like it, and granted, it's never a ton of money. It's, yeah. it's like the, you know, they'll pay bar tabs with it. Or it's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I have seen people like split it up with here's your cut. Here's your cut. Here's, yeah, your, cut. Like, here's like- your, here's your $15. Here's your $15. Like, or you guys can put it all together. 
and have a recording that doesn't suck. Yeah. And we, we do the same thing. Yeah. We just, we, we put yeah. it all in, in a band fund yeah. and then if somebody needs something or, you know, they can borrow from the band fund. I've, I've, I've always been down with that. And like we went to go record, we paid for our recording out of it. And yeah. Ben needed new drum heads, so we bought new drum heads. Just yeah, sure band related. It's all band related stuff. Yeah. yeah. So and, and then every now and then weed, but you know that it happens. You know, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, but I'm glad you did. <laughs> uh, anyway, so so you guys did you just just release a new song, um, easy. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it today, and I was picking up very 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 strong Thin Lizzy vibes from it. It was it's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah, I mean even like not just the dual guitar riff that sounded cool but like just mm-hmm. the whole vibe of the song like musically sounded a lot like a old thin lizzy song i thought in my cool. head it sounds like a weezer song okay i can i, I can probably hear that if i go back and listen to <laughs> but, it but it's, it's fine too it's all fine it all sounds like, i don't know i think we have we're doing our own thing and then i think that most of our songs like we won't go back and do another song that sounds like this we'll you know the next song that we do we'll whatever it is will be something completely different or it'll be something it may be something old that's retooled i've been listening to some songs that i wrote 20 plus years ago going like you know that song really wasn't that bad like mm-hmm. maybe if if i didn't if i hadn't recorded it on a Tascam four track in in a bedroom <laughs> with a with a ceiling fan running with an out of tune guitar um any sort of metronome mm-hmm. maybe that would have sounded okay yeah but you know <laughs> So we might go back and revisit some of that stuff, yeah. and that might be some stuff that ends up on the uh, on the next uh, album, whatever that may be. Hopefully, what what year is it? Twenty twenty three. So hopefully, yeah. sometime next year yeah. um, would realistically be when we have that out. We've been kind of on a pace to put out a full length every about two years, so mm-hmm. we'll get serious about it at some point. I'll write a bunch of songs, and they'll. All- and they'll all come together quick, more quickly than I imagine. And also, next thing you know, we'll be like, we've got sitting down, you know, 10, 12 songs, trying to figure out what order to put them in or some shit. And it's like, okay, yeah. here we are. Yeah. So. Well, and you mentioned Weezer. I'm, I'm pretty sure Weezer would admit to having Thin Lizzy as an influence as well. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff gets handed down from, you know, through, mm-hmm. through different bands and you pick it up and then the person's like, oh, I wouldn't really hear that. But, but it's because the person they heard it from, was influenced by the thing that I heard. Yeah, from, we've I definitely got, we've definitely got the Thin Lizzy thing a lot. Yeah, um, with some of the just the, the the even like originally when I was the bass player of the band, we'd get it mm-hmm. because I was the bassist singing and stuff like that. Yeah, or but then even with Kellen, his his style of playing is still very much in that that vein. Yeah, so. And don't Which get, is not the, yeah. Oh, I like Thin Lizzy, so I'm not mad at it at yeah, all. Yeah, I was gonna say, and don't get me wrong. Like, once you start singing, it's definitely not Thin Lizzy. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there's 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 a big difference there. But I, I, like, I heard the, I think I heard it in the guitars, like the little dual guitar thing first, and then I heard yeah. it in the in like just during the the verse of the song too. Too, I was like, oh, that sounds like one of those uh, slow jam Thin Lizzy songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just. Uh, Again, we've just been trying to bring a different energy to things. We don't want to keep playing the same style over and over again. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're also maturing as human beings and and trying to find different content to to write about. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> we're we're starting a new band now, and and so we're we're, we're like kind of workshopping some ideas about what we're going to do with the music and also what we're going to do with singing and lyrics and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to be a lot more involved in all the songwriting with, with this thing. Um, but we, yeah. we, me and Eric got together the other day and, and, you know, we're playing some things that we've kind of jammed on and practiced a little bit with, with Van Huskins, not with Van Huskins, but when Ben mm-hmm. took his breaks. Um, 
So we're playing some of that stuff, and it's it's just basically going to be a continuation. It's going to be it's not really going to be Van Huskins, but we're just going to play what we want to play. And so mm-hmm. we don't want to find a sound. We just want to this song will be like this, and this song will be like that, and um, not be not limit ourselves. Cause, yeah, a lot of the good bands are able to maintain different, several different styles while still doing their own thing. Like, you're not going to hear a, a no effects song and mistake it for anybody else. But yeah. it's not going to, you know, they're they're, they're all going to have some some interesting thing about them or or whatever. But they can play different genre or different styles yeah. of music. One might be ska, one yeah. might be kind of you know just more hardcore, and that's just how it is. So it just doesn't um, get, it doesn't get boring, and you get you have chance to you know room, mm-hmm. room to grow. I always like that. It, also, like it also helps you. It also helps you use the same chords to write different songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That no happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I will be start, start writing a song, and I'll be oh, damn it, Patrick. That's, you've already written that fucking song. It's back. Throw it away. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happened a few times, and uh, you know sometimes it's like like you said earlier. Sometimes we're borrowing from stuff we wrote like twenty years ago, like and mm-hmm. recorded on a on a four track uh, analog recorder. So yeah, it's just like oh, and, shit. That's a, that's not song we were playing a while ago. Sounds better now though. Let's let's go with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's just kind of how how things roll for us these days. Do you guys have any shows or anything? Uh, no, we're, we're, we're just getting this thing rolling. Now, I do have a date in October at the Rooster, um, October Ooh. 7th. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to nail down like the, the last band for it. And I guess this band mm-hmm. will be on there, but me and Eric were talking about it the other day. That's a pretty short time to get something going. So mm-hmm. we, we may end up just playing a bunch of cover songs <laughs> for, uh, just, just to get, get up there and do something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. That's so it. October yeah. 7th will probably be the debut of that band. Um, Nice. Unless a miracle happens and Van Huskins like does a reunion for that, which I don't think is going to happen. No. <laughs> my my thing is more than likely to be a less Huskins show where we get a drum, another drummer to play the Van Huskins songs. It, you need to do that. Uh, uh, Tenacious D. It's like one day to write a song. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I think we can pull something together. We're, we're, we're uh, yeah. you know, we don't have to play 40 minutes. We can go up there and do a 20 minute set. That'll be fine. Tell some stories. Uh, Make it a, an experience. Yeah. We'll see. It, it's, it'll be a challenge, but for sure. My daughter's getting married like smack dab in the middle of that too, like right just a little over a month from now. So there's a lot going on. What's that? Be the wedding band? Yeah. Be the, yeah. <laughs> she, she would not have that. <laughs> no. no there's not no her way. style? No, not her style at all. Well, do, you, do you know what the daddy-daughter dance is going to be at? No, I don't. She she was trying to get me to pick that, and then then she found out that maybe she was supposed to pick that, and I yeah. was having a tr- tough time with it anyway, just because none of the songs that I like would be good daddy daughter songs. <laughs> just like do some skanking. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll see what, how that that all works out as well. Um, I, I do anticipate crying a lot. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. But absolutely, well, good on that. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to get it over with, though. That's 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 the big thing. I'm just ready to get it over with. My kids too, so I don't think I'm going to have that issue for a, for a minute. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a little while. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to it as well. So, uh, what about you guys? You got uh, shows coming up? Not a not a ton of stuff. Um, I mean, that'll again. I don't know how long it takes you to put these out, so things change. Um, feel free to follow us on Instagram or. Facebook, if you want to see these updates, but uh, right now it's September. Ooh, it's a Friday. I want to say the fifteenth at Rebel Taqueria in Charleston. 
with the exaggerators who are uh, ex Blue Ricky and uh, uh, Close Encounters members. Okay, uh, they're they're real good. They got, have a real strong like uh, old school against me vibe mm-hmm. kind of thing going on for them right now. So that's exaggerators with two G's, uh, and then on the thirteenth, thirteenth of October. We are playing at the Royal American with 33s and Evergone, who I think is from your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, I know those guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were supposed to be on here sometime, but we've just not gotten it together yet. I've I, talked, I've talked to one of their guys online. They seem real cool. Yeah, yeah, they're just trying to figure out, figure out everything, and try to get together, and and because I know they're coming from the farthest, so we're trying to see what kind of equipment we don't need them to bring, so that they don't waste their time. Yeah, because that's always the worst. You load up your your base cab or something like that and you get there and you're like all right we're using this base cab it's like oh man i gotta <laughs> yeah save the room save <laughs> yeah, the room save my back, back. <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah because we're all aging punk rockers and that's what you gotta do these days and i'll have to <laughs> remember when i play out of town to, to kind of think ahead and see if the, if i can save that room by borrowing a base especially cab with like well the, the base cab and the drum kits are seem to be the most like I feel like guitar players are usually a little more finicky about their gear. Yeah, yeah. Um and, and understandably so. But like drummers are usually like fine with the music, people using the shells as long as you're not gonna be like abusive. Man, our drummer didn't like it. He hated when somebody else wanted to use yeah. his drums like he just yeah. he just couldn't stand it. And he didn't want to use anybody else's drums either. That was the other thing mm-hmm. he was he was very particular about his drums. I think one or yeah. once or twice he use somebody else's drums and both times man i should have used my own drums i think we can be but i think most of the people we tend to play with tend to be on the more professional side of of things so you know he might we might not like it at the time but sometimes we just let it happen and things always have turned out well for us so i mean i I know i've been in the show and had the band just show up like the traveling band or or whoever Mm -hmm. hey man can we borrow your band we didn't bring anything yeah yeah (laughs) And so you're on, are you guys on tour right now? Like, what happens if somebody doesn't have a, a bass kit for you, a bass yeah, drum really, for you? Yeah, you, you, you think that they take something with them. But at any rate, I've never had a problem with anybody using my, my stuff if, if they needed it. Like, just don't, don't mess it up, please. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be. It's like, yeah, and I've, I haven't had a problem, yeah. problem with that yet. So Cause I started playing, you know, last time we talked, actually, it's interesting. I was looking, I went back through your podcast, and I found the last time we talked to see how long ago that was. I should but have actually like, listened to that earlier today, but I didn't think about it. There was a lot going on, and I just didn't think yeah, about it. Yeah, but there was, uh, it's like, oh, the keyboard. I was like, oh, you know, I'm not even playing. I am not playing keyboards anymore. Oh, you're not? You were about to think. No, well, I just kind of, A, I got sick of lugging all the shit around. Mm-hmm. And B, I had stuff in my head on guitar that I wanted to put down. Yeah. And like, C, I also want to be like, hey, guys, like, I do know how to play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was also like, I wonder if people think that I don't know how to play anything. I do remember when I was listening to the song today, I was listening for the keyboards and I never heard them, but I just didn't know if maybe I missed them or if they were mixed low or, or so, you know, no, sometimes, the key- sometimes the keyboard and the guitar are so in sync that it's hard to tell them apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I basically just transitioned to rhythm guitar yeah. and not to say there won't be keyboards, especially for recording. Um, I, I do feel like there's, this, we have a tendency to get in the studio and like just want to keep adding layers and layers onto things mm-hmm. sometimes we have to, but so like the keyboard to not bring it is kind of like it saves us like another hour yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like i just want to just want to put it down yeah but see what you'll do is so, you'll leave it behind thinking you're just gonna save mm-hmm. you that hour then you're gonna be there man i gotta get the keyboard on here and then you gotta go get the mm-hmm. keyboard and <laughs> then you gotta he's got hour. one i'm pretty sure he's got one yeah yeah they so usually they usually do <laughs> it's not a bad time 
Corey Plow, shout out because he is he's a really good engineer. He's got a great studio out there. He, he gives you great opinions. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically he produces things as well, but he's he's a great guy to work with up there. Who is that again? Corey Plow. Um, he's Kaplow Studios is what it's called, but he's he he, he just built a studio on his on his property, like one of those big metal buildings, mm-hmm. like insulated it like you know three feet thick of whatever, and it, it set up a you know super professional studio. Yeah, and my threshold for that is them looking at you through a glass window. Yeah, that's my threshold for professional studio. <laughs> but yeah, we still don't we still don't record in those yet. I have before. But uh, mm-hmm. we record with Brandon Hamby, and he don't ha- he doesn't have the window, but it, that's it's, it's still pretty pretty professional. Well, you know, they they still ignore you, yeah. but at least you can see them ignoring <laughs> yeah. you, so it's, it's so it's pretty good. I don't know, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty, pretty relaxed up there. I, I, I like recording with Brandon because he he he'll look at you if you if you play a bad note, he'll give you that look, and it's like yeah, I know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you know, he usually does like at least turn his back to us while we're playing. I think out of professional courtesy, so we, he doesn't he doesn't mess us up. <laughs> no, I like to direct eye contact when I'm when I mess it up. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But you know, uh, what else we got? Um, I don't know. That's what I was trying to think of. I, I like I want to flesh this out a little bit more. Yeah, I want I want people to go on to our uh, I, I, after being a band for like nine years or whatever. I've, finally set up an online merch store in the band camp. And I think we're going to get some more stuff up there. So if anybody who does want to buy stuff and they just don't have the opportunity to come to see us play, uh, they can go online to buy yeah, stuff. Yeah. If they live out of country for whatever reason, um, the prices are ridiculous for shipping. Mm. So they should probably just email me and maybe there's a better way I could work it out than that. Yeah. yeah. Than that situation. So, cause I'd have to actually have to go investigate. Cause they just want a flat rate. They're like international shipping. Uh, how much do you want to charge for that? I was like, I don't know. I'm sure it ch- costs different between like mm-hmm. England and uh, Zimbabwe. I'm sure those, those are two different yeah, yeah. Like, rates or whatever. So I just went ahead and put it in like a hundred dollars. Like, don't order anything. <laughs> so I've, and, I've, and if somebody wants to order it, I'm sure a hundred dollars will cover it. I've got a similar problem. Like I've started selling records on Discogs, and, and currently I'm only mm. selling in the United States because in order to ship to all these other countries, you got to figure out how much to charge ship for them. And I go Why look at other- that discogs. What's that? Why don't you plug that discogs? Oh, I could, but it's, it's, it's yeah. just, it's Gabba Gabba Hunt records. <laughs> is that, is yeah. that how you find me? But, um, I'm pretty sure that's all it is. Gabba Gabba Hunt records. Anyway, anyway, so I, I look at other sellers and I look at their, their listings and they've got different ones for each country, but I don't know how to figure all that up. And it just seems like a lot of work, but I've got some records that are definitely not going to sell in the United States. It would sell internationally that I just got to get, get the, the stuff set up you'd almost it almost may be worth finding like another person to sell it to and sell them in a big lot mm-hmm. instead of sending trying to sell records individually send records individually because i bet the shipping for like sending a bunch of them would be the same for it's just sending one yeah, usually that's, and that's what i do i like it on my discogs i do have flat rate shipping yeah. so it's like six yeah. bucks for the united states of course six yeah. bucks whether you get one or whether you get 50 of them I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you get 50, I'm going to lose some money on that shipping, but I don't anticipate anybody buying 50 of my records. <laughs> and if they yeah, do, have, I'm going to make some money. <laughs> you must have quite a record collection. I, I've got quite a bit. I've, I've got a, a lot myself. And then when I started doing this where I'm buying and selling records um, from, from mm-hmm. in the booth and pop-ups and, and now online at Discogs, I, I'm surrounded by records like the, 
my apartment up here is just like there's records everywhere <laughs> and uh that's that makes it hard to have company over makes it hard to mm-hmm. have a studio set up like i did at one point here but um it's it's a lot of fun i, I enjoy it um i'd like to move more of them but are they, are they arranged autobiographically uh no they're, they're all <laughs> my personal collection is alphabetically a to z i've got my country my country and western separated out and I've got my North and South Carolina collection separated out. Um, but you probably have to have them separated by size as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got like yeah. uh, my 45s are, are pretty much in, in order. Most of them, I've got some for inventory that I, are not. I cannot find an answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Because I've been trying, because I've been investigating 7-inch records for a few years. I can't get, find any actual length of time the 7-inch record holds. Yeah, it's it's it varies depending on... The speed that you want, like whether it's yeah. going to be thirty three or forty five, and then like there's a there's a like basically a window, and and I can't remember what the maximum is for for each one. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But the more you put on it, the, the worse it sounds. So the the yeah. like if you put a two minute song on a one and you do it up forty five, it's going to sound pretty damn good. But if you try to cram six minutes onto a forty five, it's not going to sound that great. But you can do it, yeah. and it might skip all over the yeah. place. It might skip all yeah. over the place too. That's another thing. <laughs> I just wish I could find the information out. Yeah, it's it's yeah. out there. It's out there. But I, I, the way I, I look at it is, you know, if you're shooting for anything like four minutes or less, probably you can do it at forty five. But if you want to go up to like six minutes, then you've got to do a thirty three. Um, mm-hmm. Which you can do on a seven inch. It's not a problem, of course. But um, just determine like how much music you got, and then which which one will work better for you. Yeah, because in an ideal world, I'd like to put out stuff where it's like there's gonna be like two songs on each side. Mm-hmm. But like, if that's not a doable thing, then I guess that's just not a doable thing. Well, it definitely <laughs> is, unless you know they're epics. But I've got some seven inches that have probably you know, like I said, probably close to seven minutes on each side, and they're not okay. the greatest sounding ones, but they're they're, you know, they're maybe even longer than that. I, I can't remember what the max is if you do it at thirty three. Um, hmm. You could definitely do a longer one at thirty three because it goes slower. Okay, I'm gonna need you to stop watch all your records. And just let me know. <laughs> yeah. Get back, get back to me, get back to me. Yeah, find the longest one. Yeah, that's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I wish there was a way you could sort it in Discogs that way by length of record. Then, yeah, then you could find it that way. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so you said you you said earlier you were looking for a tangent. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So how do you do? You have a record collection? No, not really. Um, I have a comic book collection. Okay. And, uh, I, I, I'm amassing an amount of D and D minifigures, um, quickly, quick, quicker than I need to. That, that, that tends um, to happen. <laughs> I, don't th- I think my comic book collection has stopped growing for the moment. I just haven't even been able to get to the shop. So I think it's just, I think we're just where we are right now. Just one big old bookshelf full of comic books. And then. I, I will just keep buying minifigs though, because I still regularly play. Yeah, yeah. D and D. We did have, you know, if anyone's interested, I can go ahead and plug the. Uh, we had a D and D podcast for a little bit. Oh yeah, about yeah. Talk 12. about that. Yeah, sure. It was called Monsters and Mosh Pits. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Spotify and Apple and all that other stuff because anybody can do that now. Yeah. With like, with like, uh, what what are those services? Like, what are, what are you putting this out on list? I, I use Buzzsprout, but I know other, other okay, people use Podbean or. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anchor, whatever. So we put out with Anchor, and, and a surprising amount of people listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like, just it's us playing D and D for like 
two to three hours sometimes and like yeah. the people listen to that shit <laughs> <laughs> it's just i feel like the recordings are awful it's i feel like it's just mostly listening to our guitarist and his wife hit their vape yeah and and <laughs> but like i don't know some people on the uh, on what you know the artist formerly known as twitter will still like tag us and be like this is a great story and all that stuff like, okay we've gotten people into the band Oh, okay. This way, yeah. Like, like I let I let I, there's a podcast uh, called Rolling for What Now that uses one of our songs as their theme song, mm-hmm. and they just asked if they could do it. I was like, sure. So every week they plug us, and so I'm sure that there's you know people listen to them, so they might hear them and go thus, yeah, get on that nerd train. <laughs> My daughter used to watch, and probably still does, I mean, because she loves video games, but she would watch people play video games on YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm like, why are you, like, that just bothers me. I don't want to be playing the game, not watching somebody play the game. It's, but I guess, you know, people could listen to people playing D&D and enjoy that same way. There's, there's something about, like, the, uh, the video game thing is kind of interesting, because you can watch people play video games if they're, if they're interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, if yeah. they're interesting, you can watch people do it. Yeah. There's well, a few channels. This was years ago, and, and this was kind mm-hmm. of before people were doing it to, to you know, to become famous. Yeah. This was just, and it didn't seem like they were being very interesting. That's what me. people. That's what people do now. <laughs> yeah, that's what people do now. They just play. You, you're already set up for it. You might as well start playing Nintendo games, and just, <laughs> you, you just have one camera on your stream in the Nintendo game, one camera on the stream of you talking about playing the Nintendo game, and then you just put that on Twitch, and like you, you're gonna be like. Why do more people watch this than listen to my podcast? Yeah, that's probably the way it would be. And, and yeah, and that's the same thing with. I was like, more people. I think more people like our podcast than our band. Oh yeah. well. <laughs> now, yeah, you did say you had a podcast. So that's something you don't do yeah. anymore, or? Well, we just haven't. It's kind of a to be continued. We yeah. were doing it like two a month, and then it kind of we took a, a, a Thanksgiving break, and I think twenty twenty one. And just never came back. Oh, okay. Because at the end of the day, it's either it's either play D&D or have band practice. And mm-hmm. then we're not going to sacrifice band practice for D&D. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. That's like me. I'll, I've, I'll, I've got a bunch of video yeah. games. I just never play them because I've got all this other stuff I could be doing. And, and if I sacrifice a few hours to play a video game, I, I'm always going to feel like I could be doing something else, more productive. And then, then I'm gonna play it for two or three hours, and then the next time I go pick it up, I'm gonna be like, "What the fuck was I doing on this game again?" Because I don't. Yeah, yeah. If I don't play it every day, I forget. <laughs> I don't even know what are, what are the buttons. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I got a cheat no, sheet I, for I Grand that. Theft Auto, so so every time I pick it up, I can kind of get back into oh, the hang of it real quick. <laughs> immensely replayable game, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I just like to get on there and just drive around or go play golf. Yeah. Or just, you know. Yeah. Just do different. Go to the strip club for a little while, of course. You know. Maybe try to yeah. take one of them home. <laughs> <laughs> kill a hooker you know, you know. The, the fun stuff go out to the beach yeah uh, you go out to the beach and just target practice on the beach <laughs> I, I just, you know i just want to go through and just make the worst decisions possible yeah, yeah. in those, those games well once you know how to get rid of the stars you can do that and just see, see what happens <laughs> I, i've never gotten into that prison though yeah yeah i'm neither because like i say I'll, I'll either in the game or i'll, I'll do the, get the get rid of my stars by doing the little tap 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 yeah I'm sure this is really. This might be interesting. <laughs> it might be. I, I would listen to it. Mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else you want to say about the band or 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 anything in in general? 
Uh, I mean, I want to say that I love those guys. Uh, Corey, JJ, Kellen, uh, if they made it this far into the podcast, love you guys. Uh, I'll see you <laughs> at, at, at practice. Um, I'll bring the beer. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're drinking IPAs, this shit. Oh, it's so good. Little slurp. A little, no- oh, from- little slurp from Noda. From Noda, okay. This stuff is my favorite. I actually stopped drinking a couple of months ago. I, 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 it might be three. I thought about it. It might be three months. I thought about it, but then, I, then little slurp. <laughs> I, I'm just not. I'm like. I'm, I'm not keeping track of it. I just last time I drank, mm-hmm. I, I had a couple of beers, and I'm just like, man, I don't feel that great. Like I just felt tired, and like my blood pressure was high, and I'm like, I don't think I need to drink anymore because I, I basically slowed way down anyway to where I only yeah. had a couple of week, and it was like, what's the point of even drinking that? there really isn't yeah so i just stopped and it's like the, man, i'm not not like stop forever i'll probably still have a drink with friends every now and then good for you but, but you know um, I'm, I'm just not 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 wanting one right now at all but yeah if you don't want one then you should not have one yep that's how that works that's that's <laughs> the way it was last week i went and saw one of my friends and he's like well man you could you start are you done for good i was like no nah, i'll have one every now and then he's like well you can have one today i'm like don't want one <laughs> so i don't guess i'm gonna have one there's a great non-alcoholic beer market out there too, even though. Well, that, that's why I was, I was gonna say. Like, I will drink yeah. the non-alcoholic stuff every now and then. But Most, if you wanted, mostly, I just drink yeah. the waters. But like, Hop Two O is good. It's it's just like mm-hmm. hop flavor. Yeah, that, is that Sierra Nevada? Um, well, uh, Noda does one. No, okay. Is yeah. that the Noda one? Yeah, yeah. I think, I I think Sierra Nevada has, has one. Yeah. The uh, the Guinness non-alcoholic is actually really good. Yeah, it actually tastes. It actually tastes like Guinness. Yeah, Tommy's carries that one. I haven't had it yet because I was never much of a Guinness fan. Um, mm, uh, yeah. Ath- Athletic Brewing Company. They they make the they make the IPAs that taste like IPAs. So yeah, yeah. Tom, Tommy's has a pretty good selection. I, I wish more bars would would start carrying more of that stuff. And I think they will because I mean there are a lot of people that are kind of backing yeah. up and drinking. I mean, I bartend at a, at a at a pretty busy pub, and I'll have people come in and. Sometimes I'll, they'll drink like three or four non-alcoholic beers, and I'm just like, "All right, yeah. like." It, hey, for me, it's a way to keep throwing money to the bar yeah. and to support yeah. everybody, and 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 to have something in my hand and and be like everybody else. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't really even care that it's not getting me drunk. That's not the purpose of it anyway. It's just, yeah. I, I honestly, yeah, I, don't, I, I I like the I like the flavor of it because you know a lot of bars you go into, and if you don't want alcohol, you're going to get a bottle of water, and they're going to make a buck off of that, and it's like. Mm-hmm. sell something more i'll buy i don't mind paying four dollars for a liquid death if that's what you got but give yeah me, give me something <laughs> oh, i'll make a i'll make up a non-alcoholic mojito for somebody yeah i'll do it i'll do it like i said i'll take their money if somebody's <laughs> trying to give me their money i'll try to take it yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's the circle of, circle of life get every bit you can yeah Comes next, I'm still stuck right before it Seems I can't find a tree when I'm lost in the forest Oh, I forgot the verse, but here comes a chorus No, 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 nothing comes easy to me Nothing comes easy to me, oh no now But it's not as bad as it used to be Whatever it was Yeah, I'll give you my best 
crashing up over the top to break down that defense that I built up for so long. I probably should stop it, or so it would seem. But now the only one left to blame is me. Nothing comes easy to me, but no, now it's not as bad as it used to be. Whatever it was, really sucked and still kind of does. But you know what? I've had enough of me. You never gave up on me, so I'll give you my I've got like 30 minutes of stuff to work with now. I'll, I'll put yeah. some music in there, pat it out a little bit. Um, I, I, if you I, need I, any. I thought earlier today, I was like, man, I should really prepare for this, but I, I couldn't think of any questions. I'm like, we'll just roll with it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Edit out any awkward silences. Uh, if you need any uh, raw files or anything, just let me know. I, I have most stuff. Cool. And, and this also reminds me that next time I have a returning guest on, I've got to listen to the podcast they were on the first time. Because <laughs> it'll remind me of things that, oh, yeah, let me ask you about this. Have you done this since then? Or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I, you know, the one thing we did talk about, um, and I, I don't recall talking about it, but it's, it's something that I am very much, uh, I guess, uh, passionate might be a strong word, but getting in front of playing shows for you know, I love hanging out and seeing my old friends playing shows and stuff like that. But let's be honest, yeah. like a bunch of forty-year-old dudes at, at, at a bar is—you know—they're just standing there, arms crossed, nod yeah. their heads slowly <laughs> at you. Like I know you're into it, but like nothing about that says like I'm into it. Like I've just been trying to—I I just want to play for as many like uh, all ages shows. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to play. I want to play all ages. Like so, we got we got a chance to do that. There's a place in Charleston called Tua Lingua or ligua or something like that mm-hmm. it's like some all art ages art space it was zero ventilation we're in the basement of a house dripping in sweat but surrounded by kids and it was great yeah. like kids with high high energy some kid played came in and played saxophone during one of our songs like prompt to like so pl- we need more all ages spaces yeah we need to get you, you up know, to the it, rooster the, the rooster and gaston yeah. is all ages but i don't think the kids have quite discovered it yet but a lot of people bring their kids out there Mm-hmm. Um, but, but like the teenagers haven't quite discovered it yet, but I, I think we'll, we'll change that soon. Yeah. Man, birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, like we're down. Anyone, <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone listening, hit me up long shot hots, gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Um, I appreciate right. it. I, I'll probably get this edited tonight. This has been a Gabba Gabba Hunt media production.